You're listening to the best of the Visualize You show. To celebrate my first year of podcasting, I'm counting down the top 30 episodes to celebrate all of my amazing guests and just how much fun I've had over the last 12 months. At number 12, I bring you the solo show and one of my first stories of the law of attraction, learning the law of attraction from a four-year-old. Welcome to the Visualize You podcast. I'm your host, Beth Hewitt. I'm a spiritual performance coach helping you go from unfulfilled to passionately living your purpose. You'll learn how to create a crystal clear vision for your life so that you can change direction with confidence and have a career or start a business that is more in alignment with your true soul's calling. Each week on the show, I'll talk about topics such as the art of visualization, scripting, manifesting and the law of attraction and I'll bring you interviews with inspirational people who have taken that path already so you can learn the practical skills that will help you do the same. Hey everybody, now on today's episode I wanted to share with you that actually this notion of being able to manifest the things you want to show up in your life has not been something that I have just learned in the last couple of years, has not been something that I've learned through gurus or personal development or books like The Secret, but has actually been something that has been running through the whole core of my being ever since I was a little child. Now, my first ever experience actually happened about 1983, 84, I can't remember the exact time, but it was when I was about four years old and I manifested a red bouncy castle. So I'd like to tell you the story of the Red Bouncy Castle. So I was about four years old and I'd gone to the seaside with my mum and dad and on the seafront were like fairground rides and there was a bouncy castle and I asked my mum and dad if I could go on this bouncy castle and they let me go on. But I was small, I was petite and there were lots of bigger kids on the bouncy castle with me. Lots of, a lot bigger, a lot stronger, a lot more boisterous. They were jumping up and down and banging into each other. I don't know if you can remember that feeling when you were a child of just being unable to get on your feet, (laughs) find your feet when you're on a bouncy castle. I remember just getting thrown about and just, it was just not a nice experience. Thrown about, knocked into, unable to steady myself, unable to stand, unable to bounce. And I was just so upset about this horrible experience of something that was supposed to be so fun and joyful and I just I was unable to do it I could not stand up on that bouncy castle for the life in me so I came off the bouncy castle and I was very upset my mum and dad asked me what was matter and they could see that I was getting bounced about and that it wasn't very enjoyable but that evening when my dad took me in bed I said to him tomorrow I want to go on a red bouncy castle all on my own and he said in the nicest possible way he said I don't think that's going to be possible I don't think we will find a bounce castle where only you can go on it I'm really sorry I don't think it's going to happen that night I closed my eyes so tightly I remember vividly squeezing my eyelids together and having this conviction of me 
definitely without any shadow of a doubt bouncing on this red bouncy castle. And I just remember saying words over and over again in my mind and just visualising me jumping up and down on a bouncy castle but just on my own. I don't know what the words I was saying but I, it was around the feeling of I'm going to be on a bouncy castle, I'm going to be having fun, I'm going to be excited, it's just going to be me and I was just so absorbed in this moment and I just remember squeezing my eyes so tightly and going over this premise in my mind again and again and again and again until I fell asleep. But I don't know if you've ever experienced wishing for something so much, praying for something so much with every single fibre of your body. And that's what I did. I don't know why I did that. I don't know where the idea had come from to do that. But I was so convinced that it was going to happen. The next day, I think we continued the rest of the morning and afternoon at the seaside. But then in the afternoon, we were packing up and getting ready to go home. And... I just remember having that feeling with me throughout the whole of the day, this feeling of I'm still going to go on a red bouncy castle and actually I think we'd spent the time during the day going up and down the prom, Look, maybe not, my parents were intentionally trying to find me a solo bouncy castle but it was there in my mind that it was still going to happen. I was looking, I was convinced that day I was going to find this red bouncy castle. As we pack up, we get in the car, we start our journey home. I didn't lose the hope of finding a red bouncy castle. I remained committed to the vision and the feeling and what that would look like and what that would sound like and how it would feel inside. And I don't know if your dad is like my dad, but my dad likes to take, he calls them shortcuts, but I think they're probably long cuts. <laughs> where we ended up going through kind of country back roads and country roads and away from the, the motorway. And as we're travelling down these country roads, I see in the distance a red object. It's high above the bushes. It's tall against the trees in the background. And I call to my dad, there's something in that field. It's red. And as we get closer, I feel like electricity running through my body and I am convinced this is a red bouncy castle and my mum checks out the window she agrees that there's something in this field and we turn into a road that enters into a farmer's field and it's obvious that there's been some kind of fate some kind of fair going on in the farmer's field that day and there are lots of cars coming away from the field it's maybe six o'clock in the evening now there are lots of cars leaving this field and we drive into this field all the way up to this red bouncy castle it's in the middle of a field. There is nobody else on the bounce castle. It looks as though the owner is about to do whatever they do to take a red bounce castle down. And I ask my dad, can I go on the red bounce castle? He gets out of the car. He goes and asks the owner, the farmer, whoever it was that was the man in this red bounce castle, if I could go on the bouncy castle. And he comes back to the car and he says, yes and I run, I take my shoes off and I'm running with such excitement and I jump on the red bouncy castle and I'm jumping from side to side, up and down on my own and you could just see the joy in my face. We have pictures of me jumping up and down and just being so happy on this red bouncy castle and here's the thing, I never for one moment, one second did not believe 
that this was not going to happen. I believed with every fibre of my being and I experienced that before it happened through all of my senses. And that was my first experience of using the law of attraction and using creative visualisation. Yet back in 1984 or thereabouts, whatever the year was, and as a four-year-old child, I clearly hadn't read any books. I hadn't been exposed to this phenomena, but there was something inside of me that instinctively knew that if you had conviction, if you had clear vision and intent, and if you had no resistance to the thing that you want to show up in your life, it will show up. But more than that, it will show up quickly and easily and without resistance. So I just want to touch now on this idea of the law of attraction, what that is. Maybe it's one of the first times that you've heard that terminology. Maybe you've heard it before, but you've, you can't maybe bring that into fruition in your life. The law of attraction is the ability to focus your intention in a particular way on a particular thing that you start to attract the very things that you are being intentional about. Now, as a child, we don't have the baggage. We don't have the experiences that tell us something isn't possible. We don't have the knocks to our mindset and our confidence to think that this thing is not attainable. Here's how the law of attraction works. The first thing that you need to do is identify that thing that you want to show up in your life. So for me, a red bouncy castle. You then need to get incredibly clear about all aspects of that thing you want to show up. And we do that by using our five senses. Touch, sound, smell, taste, sight. Now there is a sixth sense, which I'm sure you've heard the terminology before, which you can also use and is which I use, which is this intuitive, this feeling that you might have an experience in any moment. Now, the reason why when we are using creative visualization, we use our senses is because if you think about it, every single experience that you have in the day-to-day -day world, you are experiencing through one or more of your five or six senses. You cannot experience something without using your senses. So if you are visualizing something that you want to show up in your life, you have to assume the experience by using your senses. Otherwise, it's just one dimensional, which has little strength behind it. So the first step in the law of attraction is to identify that thing that you want to show up in your life. And to experience that and to imagine it, you could journal it or create a vision board that allows you to experience that using all of your senses. So in the case of the red bouncy castle, I was thinking about how my legs felt. So before on the first bouncy castle, my legs were wobbly and jelly-like. I was on my all fours, touching the whole of the bouncy castle with my hands and my knees and legs, and I was just unable to stand upright. But in my new vision, I was visualizing myself standing upright with my feet touching the bouncy castle. I was visualizing myself running from side to side, touching the sides of the bouncy castle. I was visualizing the feeling of the mat where you take your shoes off before you get onto the bouncy castle. 
terms of the second sense, hearing or sound, I was clear that I did not want to be on the bounce castle with anybody else. So the sounds on that bounce castle that I was visualising was me laughing, being able to hear myself laugh on my own with no other distractions. You couldn't hear other kids or other people bouncing into the walls of the bounce castle. There was no other people that I could hear in that experience apart from my mum and dad enjoying watching me on the bounce castle. I was visualising the sound you would hear when you bounce up and down. The sound of hitting the floors or the walls of the bounce castle. The next sense is smell. So I was visualising the smells of the materials of the bouncy castle. You were at a fair, you could visualise the smell of maybe hot dogs or candy floss. Something that will add to that experience. The next sense is taste. Now, it may not always be relevant to use taste in all of your visualisations, but if there are opportunities to do, definitely bring them in. For the bouncy castle, it would have been a bit weird to imagine what the sides of the bouncy castle tasted like. Although even doing that will give you a more rich feeling of the experience. Hi listener, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I thought we'd just pause a moment to let you know that there is so much waiting for you at my website bethhewitt.com where you can access free downloads, access the Visualize You free Facebook community where I go live every single week. Plus you can learn about the power of scripting, access the visualization vault and find out more about my membership visualize and thrive so go check it out and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast head to bethhewitt.com and i can't wait to connect with you real soon now let's get on with the show the final sense of the main five senses is sight so i was very clear and i think this was part of the reason why i was so easily able to manifest the bouncy castle i was very clear that the bouncy castle was red I visualised the sides of the bouncy castle being high in the sky, this red object with castle rook type top. I visualised the bumps of the bouncy castle and the ridges and the thread where the bouncy castle was sewn together. And I visualised what the mat looked like and what my socks looked like on the bouncy castle. What the faces of my mum and dad looked like when they saw me experiencing this expansive space with nobody else on the bouncy castle with me. And then the final sense, which I think was really key in this particular manifestation, with me being someone who feels very deeply, who is intuitive and who does have a sixth sense, I was really able to visualise in my mind that feeling of being able to bounce on my own and the joy that would invoke. Now, in a later podcast episode, I'm probably going to go into more detail about the emotional guidance scale. But joy is right there at the top of the emotional guidance scale. And right at the bottom of the emotional guidance scale are the feelings of desperation and grief and deep sadness. What you want to be aiming to do whenever you're trying to visualize and create something to show up in your life is to latch onto this idea of joy and what it would feel like if you were able to manifest that. How would you experience that experience from the viewpoint of joy? So that's how I was able to manifest the bounce castle. I identified what it was that I wanted to show up and I give so much clarity to the visuals of that. I asked for it but I asked for it with no resistance. I had no resistance to the feeling that this thing would not show up in my life. 
But the next thing you have to do is take action. The universe is an amazing thing, but it takes a little time for things to align and for things to happen. If you are, let's say you're wanting to manifest a new relationship in your life, the universe is probably not going to do that for you right away. It takes time. So give the universe the time it deserves to create the ideal situation for you. And that might mean moving and shifting a few things around, moving a few pawns around the chessboard, allowing the planets to align, allowing doors to close and new ones to open. It takes time for all of that to happen in this expansive universe. But one of the things that you should be doing whenever you have this clarity around a particular vision that you want to manifest in your life. You should be meeting the universe halfway and that means taking action. Take action and ensure that you are intentional with this thing that you want to show up. Otherwise the universe gets mixed messages. It's one thing to say you want a particular man or woman to show up in your life but if you're not actively taking action to also allow that to happen in your life and addressing some of those things that would get you to that point, then you are giving the universe mixed messages. So in the example of the red bouncy castle, I was spending that day still looking for the red bouncy castle. I was still looking around the promenade. I was still asking my mum and dad to take me to different parts of the seaside to see if we could find one. I was taking deliberate action to try and create those experiences. The next point is surrender. So you might hear this quite a bit. It's almost like you have to create this vision, ask for the vision, take action that is in alignment with that vision, but then hand it over to the universe. Hand it over and believe that it is going to manifest and do that without resistance. So coming back to mixed messages, You may be somebody who is saying, I really want to be this amazing career-driven professional individual who has X amount of money in the bank account and I've got all these clients and life is wonderful. But what your subconscious mind is saying is, who's going to look after the kids? I'm never going to be able to be good enough. So you need to really take stock of the messages that you are telling yourself on a day-to-day basis because they could be in complete contrast to the thing that you're trying to create. Now, working and removing mindset blocks takes time and they could be deep-rooted barriers in our mind. Things that have been there since we were a child, maybe a teacher told us we weren't good enough or maybe our parents said something or a friend or somebody in the playground. You have to start to work through those mindset blocks and you have to be able to almost leave them at the door before you walk through the doorway into this new world possibilities. You have to be able to leave negative traits and ideas and ideologies and things and thoughts that we've had about ourselves and our ability to do something different. Leave that negative baggage at the door but then open that door and step through into a brand new world and believe that it is possible. Even if you don't truly understand how it's going to materialize. Believe that it will anyway and have that conviction. And then the final step is to be open to receive. So in the case of the Red Bounce Castle, there was probably a point during that day where I wasn't seeing the Red Bounce Castle showing up on the promenade or in the fairgrounds at the seaside. What didn't happen was I did not lose faith that it was going to happen. I surrendered to the how it was going to happen I just knew that it would, but I had absolutely no idea how it would come to be. As a child, my initial and maybe obvious thought was that we were going to find the Red Bouncy Castle at the seaside. My initial thought was not that we're going to find the Red Bouncy Castle 
in the car on the way home. But I didn't lose my conviction. I didn't lose the feeling and thoughts that it was going to happen. I just surrendered to the how and just believed that it would show up. The final aspect to the law of attraction is the act of receiving. Now, sometimes the thing that shows up might not be exactly the thing that you asked for. It could be a blue bounce castle or it could be an invitation to a birthday party where there might be a bounce castle or it could be a trampoline. But know that the universe will present you with exactly what you need. It knows more than you what you need to show up in order to get you from where you are now to where you want to be. And if you can learn to dance with the flow of asking, taking action, surrendering and receiving and just dance in the flow of that energy you will be pleasantly surprised by what shows up in your life so you have to have an open mind because what has been presented to you right now might not be the thing that you want it's probably the thing that you need i hope my story of the bounce castle has been helpful so i really hope you found today's episode interesting and really a flavor of what will come down the line for the kind of episodes that I hope to produce for the show. I wanted to end on a oracle card that I pulled right before doing this um, doing this episode and the card was miracles and it says have faith that your miracle is on its way. Your prayers have been answered. Surrender the how. And I thought this was really apt because Sometimes the things that we want to show up in our life feel like they're taking a long time to manifest, but you have to continue to have faith that it is on its way. And that as long as you are being clear and intentional, and as long as you are taking action to meet the universe halfway, things will start to change and things will start to show up in your life. The universe really wants to remind us that we should relax and have fun and go with the flow and dance with the flow of life and wait for those blessings to come and take physical form. Know that everything that you desire is right there with inside of you. Everything that you need to be able to make miracles happen are already residing inside of you. You already have the answers, you already have the experiences and the skills. And know that if you have a burning desire to do something different, and it may not be clear how you get there. Know that if you, the, the very thought of you actually having that idea in your head means that you have the skills and experience to make that happen. There is never a desire too big or too small that you are not able to co-create that new reality with the universe. The divine uh, universe source, whatever you want to feel it, it doesn't operate in the same time frames as we are accustomed to on earth and that's because with the universe anything can literally happen in an instant when you let it when you have no resistance so really take time to make the space for things to happen that means sitting down and getting quiet and thinking about those things that you want to show up in your life and releasing any negative beliefs that can't happen for you because it can focus all of your attention on this infinite, unwavering, unlimited source and let joy and gratitude allow you to experience abundance. And I don't just mean monetary abundance, I just mean experience an abundant mindset where you can have it all, where you can have anything you desire. And like I said, the miracles might not come in the form that you were expecting them. 
they may come in a series of stepping stones that are going to get you to that destination. And some of the things that show up might not make any sense or feel so unrelated to your original request that it doesn't make sense. But if you stay open to your own guidance, follow your own intuition and take aligned action with that goal or objective that you have in mind and really surrender to the expectation of what, how and when that thing will arrive in your life, you will experience life in a much more peaceful and aligned way. And you can hand over some of those anxieties and difficulties to the universe. Let the universe sort out the detail. Let the universe sort out the how of how something happens. Learn to surrender, learn to step aside, and to coin the phrase that Gabby Bernstein uses, the universe always has your back. Now, one of the best ways to help you manifest the things you want to show up in your life is, as well as being intentional, is to give gratitude to the things that are already showing up in your life. So if you want a new car, be grateful for the car that you already have. Be grateful for the petrol that you have in your petrol tank. Be grateful for your ability to take your daughter or son to school or pick up groceries because you have this car. When you are grateful for the things you already have showing up in your life, you can expect more things to show up in your life to be grateful for. I'll just end again on the message of the oracle card, which was, have faith, your miracle is on its way, your prayers have been answered, surrender the how. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Okay, so that's all for today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have any aha moments, tag me in your social media stories and please, please, please leave me a review on iTunes. It'll really help me out. Until next time, remember to visualize you.